When you think News Radio 923, think local. With three local hosts every weekday and a dedicated local newsroom, no other station covers local issues like what's going on with the progress of Three Mile Bridge or the Pensacola Beach sign, the homeless population in Pensacola, overcrowding of animal shelters in Santa Rosa County, the latest drama of the e scooters, traffic warnings and storm coverage, and more. Your local news station is News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. The views and opinions expressed on this show are of the sponsor, Running Wild. in here we're all over the map today and i'm loving it so we talked about food then we talked about your yard and taking care of it and now we're going to talk about taking care of your body and uh i actually already have a question for paul epstein from running wild it's i've every everybody's beaten me to the questions so this is great how are you today i'm doing great but i didn't know we were going to talk about taking care of our body i thought we were going to talk about running is that not taking care of your body i guess so but it's a competitive sport as well it is okay, competitive. Okay, it is taking care of your body. But I'd seriously, I'd rather talk about food. Well, we could because actually that's a question that came in oh, yesterday. Perfect. So yesterday, I want to backtrack a little bit. Um, right before I came on air, a uh, little bit of sad news. They found, they recovered the body of that runner who went missing on yes. Friday. But it was a great... Um, moment for me to have to stress to listeners number one to look out for one another in the community uh, whether you're a walker runner or a cyclist look out for one another uh, of course protect yourself and, and arm yourself there's plenty of protective gears for you to there carry that yep. are yeah. lightweight and then of course you know do better as society go get the help you need but a lot of i mentioned that you would be here today so we would be discussing running um and we do talk about running safety whether it is having proper lighting on if you're running early in the morning so we're going to talk about all this I yeah mean, i'm glad you're queuing it up for me it is jenna. i'm getting this ready this is the pensacola expert panel with jenna barr and paul epstein As from running expert. wild but somebody texted in and said i actually have a question about running can you add this to your list for paul and so your first on the list is um sometime during the show to tomorrow so today can you ask what are the best foods to eat before you go for a long walk or a short run i do both so we're going to cover that but before we jump into any other questions if you have one 850-437-1620 give me some updates um from running wild well it's uh hard to believe that summer is over and even though some days it still feels like summer we had a really hot weekend obviously but the mornings are cool if you're a morning runner now they're still pretty humid but the last several mornings last week or so it's been actually a little bit nicer in the morning um and of course the overcast day is helpful so um the other thing you've noticed as a morning runner um is that it's dark and uh it is 
going to be darker and darker each morning if you get up. I think the sunrise is 6.20 or something like that, and it gets later and later every day until the first weekend of November when we turn the clocks back, fall Mm -hmm. back. And that means morning runners will have light and evening runners. Sorry, evening runners. It's going to be dark. So um, that's in terms of weather and updates. That is the weather and the update. And we'll talk. I I do want to spend some time, Jenna, talking about safety and talking about not necessarily the details of that situation, but some things that we do at Running Wild and that we share with our community and, and something for our listeners to hear and know about as well later in the show but we are in full swing of high school cross country and so if you are a runner or even if you're not a runner and you just like listening to us talk about running and walking and endurance sports go see a cross country meet Uh, you can probably search for any cross country meets online um, google high school, cross country, Escambia County, Pensacola, whatever, and you'll see links to them. You'll see when the races are. There's a big one this weekend at the Equestrian Center. Um, Basically, they're all free to go watch. You may have to pay a few dollars for parking, and all of that money goes back to the school and the program, but it is so fun to watch these kids run. If you've never seen a cross-country meet, high school um, and lower prep cross-country meet, it is just a blast. These kids give it all they've got out there on the course, and it's just it's fun and funny sometimes. You'll see them cross the finish line, and if you... um, if you don't have teenagers, boys or girls, you owe it to yourself to go out there and see the level of drama sometimes that teenagers can produce and younger kids too. But you would think they cross the finish line after running 3.1 miles, typically it's a 5K or three miles, um, and they collapse like they've given everything they possibly had out on the course. Um, and it, it is just, it's a fun place to be. There's a lot of excitement Um, kids are competing to ultimately go to the state level competition at the end of the season in November Um, and it's a big deal to a lot of these kids and rightly so and and a big deal to the parents so if you uh, if you want to get back to the core of what running is if you're a runner and you kind of are tired or been running for years you're like why do i keep doing this yeah the health benefits are great but you're just not motivated just go to a meet it's a they're all typically saturday mornings at seven to eight o'clock and you're there for 30 minutes and it's just so much fun to watch this so stampede this weekend there's something every weekend last weekend we had the pace uh patriot meet up at pace high school there were 500 plus kids running all from from high school from seniors in high school all the way down to sixth and seventh graders in middle school. So, so much fun. Get out and do that. And we're also hot and heavy into racing season. We've got a bunch of races coming up later um, in September. The Seafood Festival race um, hosted by the Pensacola Runners Association is the last weekend in September. Um, and then we've got October. We've got several races in October, including the Pensacola Half Marathon on October 9th. There's still time to sign up for that. And you can get all that information on our website at runpensacola.com or you can just Google Running Wild and that'll come up in a link to runpensacola.com. 
it's really important to support kids in their endeavors like that and it, it's really good for um like encouraging them it helps with the morale I went to a high school swim meet the other night and you have to be kind of quiet and then you can cheer right but it, you could tell that the kids like to see a more full uh room I don't know if you call them stadium yeah yeah they like the stands Pool. fuller yeah than not and I think it was encouraging to them and I thought it was very precious and I like I like encouraging obviously I knew them I didn't just like drive by I was like let's go check out whatever you know but yeah you could tell the looks on their faces they felt important it it is it, it is super encouraging for them right especially runners don't get a lot of spectators uh, especially at runs yeah. and you know at a cross-country meet most of the meets you can see the kids multiple times and um and if you have friends who have high school age kids that run just ask them say hey can i go to the meet with you and i i guarantee you they'd be thrilled to take you along and have you watch their kids be at the finish line or whatever yeah ask you if you have friends right at church or in your local group or something you know just ask him oh hey you've got any games coming up you've got any meets coming up like can i come and support it it does go a long way and that kind gesture shows that you do support not just their family but their kids in in their goals and their dreams so without a I doubt like it. and i I'll, like and, it a lot and i will on, on a on a personal note my i have three teenage daughters one is about to not be a teenager anymore mm. she's closing in on 20 so she's no longer in high school but um i have twins that are in high school and they play volleyball um and it is um it, it the month of october september and october for high school volleyball players is brutal we um they're they're my two daughters are on the varsity team for west florida high school and um they played pace last night and we were in pace um the the team was there from about 3 45 4 p.m until almost 8 45 p.m wow um so it's a long night and if you have and as parents we're there at every game and um and the stands are usually pretty full but high school volleyball is a blast to watch these girls work so hard there's so much great sportsmanship too um and typically the parents are usually good uh sports about it um but it would be so much fun to have friends of ours say yeah we want to come with you guys to watch the girls play and just just that extra support on these long nights of volleyball um it's fun so there's my volleyball plug uh, but go to the cross-country meet because they'll run track in the spring but i haven't gotten them to run cross-country instead of play volleyball not yet mm, they're you know they've got one more year after this year as seniors right. and they're going to play volleyball again i'm sure they're going to try out and hopefully i hear more you know, and more kids are playing volleyball they love it it is it is such a cool sport and obviously i'm you know i in high school i ran because i was in five foot five and 120 pounds and so there's not a whole lot else you can do unless you can jump really high and i couldn't do that um so i didn't really have a lot of experience you know with with um basketball or i mean i could play those things for fun and was semi-coordinated but i knew nothing of volleyball and now my kids started playing in sixth grade in middle school um and the city of pensacola has a fantastic um, recreational volleyball league they play at roger scott and i mean if you've got kids that are um and it's girls but and if you've got girls that are you know that 
middle school or slightly younger age, they can play on that rec program. It's inexpensive. Just go to the city's website or playpensacola.com. And this is definitely not a plug for the city's uh, volleyball program, but it's inexpensive and it is such all every kid gets to play. Yep. And it's great it, it team, is team awesome. building yep. exercises and life skills and gets you moving, the importance of being reliable. And we'll have the city on on Friday to talk more about it. Excellent. So. Yeah. Pressure them to talk about that because it, and they've got so many great rec programs that are inexpensive that soccer, their soccer program is over the top. Oh, yeah. Right? And it in they've got basketball they've got so many and it it does it's such a great it it teaches kids and for us this is such a good lesson for us and our kids it teaches kids that there you got to work hard number one and and it's based on your abilities not hey you're going to get to do this because you're going to get to do it so it teaches them to work it teaches them a work ethic and it teaches them how to deal with disappointment and how to be a good sport mm-hmm. and just how to deal with others and get along. Yes. And um, the, I mean, I could go on and on about the positive lessons about sports. No, we love it. It's very good. Uh, but of course, there's the safety side. So if you are even uh, you have a teenage daughter or son who plays sports so in some sports if i remember when i played a long time ago you had to run a certain amount of miles in order to stay on the team each week just to keep you in shape and to log in and it kept you accountable and healthy right i don't know if they have to do it. do you girls have to do that at all no not oh, okay. really i mean they could do it on their own but good segue into our next uh item of discussion here because we got off track a little bit from running um and jenna won't let me talk about food and donuts and chocolate ice cream and we things will. like we'll that we'll get to the question so, about what to eat um, before you you run, know this the story is is alarming especially a dad of daughters and um and a wife who runs and knowing so many people in the community that run and we we talk about this regularly and and these things occur and it's tragic but there are there are so many steps you can take males and females to protect yourself and i don't necessarily mean i mean if if you want to carry some kind of weapon that's your choice but i would i would say one thing around that and and i'm not not making any inference about being pro this or pro that or whatever, but if you decide to carry something, whether it's a a sidearm or a, a, a pepper spray or whatever, you have to practice with it. In order to be effective with that item, you have to practice. Yes. And you have to practice like you're going to use it. And that's all I'll say about that. But the the biggest, the the best thing you can do is not be alone. I mean, that is probably the easiest and the best step you can take to avoid any type of confrontation or any type of situation like what happened to this young lady. Just, just. I mean, there's signs. I don't know if this was on UWF's campus or if it. Uh, I remember it from when I was at the University of Florida, Go Gators. Uh, it, and there were little signs everywhere that said, just to it the number two Mm -hmm. and it so the implication is don't be by yourself go out with two people right because there's always going to be somebody in the world who either they they deal with mental illness if we can use that 
as an excuse, I'm just going to put it out there or with addiction or with um, sociopathic tendencies that could hurt somebody. And so, yes, we need to protect ourselves and um, double up. Go out, have just a running partner. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and 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 let's just add this to the list, Jenna. I mean, there's evil people as well. And I mean, I'm just going to, and somebody may disagree, but you're right on all the other counts. You just don't go out by yourself, even if it's the middle of the day. I mean, there. I was, um, we've had a couple weird accidents in front of Running Wild over the last few weeks, and the police have come to us and asked for camera footage because we've got cameras out front, all, actually all around our store, and we've been able to provide that footage. But even with, and so I've talked with the folks that provide our security cameras at Running Wild, um, and they, they, they have cameras all over downtown Pensacola. And even with the cameras and people see the cameras and know there's cameras out there, it still, it doesn't stop a lot of the um, behavior that is negative or bad, right? So even with cameras out there, don't think you're completely safe, but don't, don't go out alone. If you can't, if you need to find a running partner, if you're a, a single female and you can't find a running partner, call us at Running Wild or send us an email. My wife, Cherie, has a, has a women's only running group that meets every Wednesday morning. We know thousands, literally, of people that you could partner with to run with. And there's somebody at some time, somewhere, who would get out and walk and run with you. Even if you say, well, I, I go at 3 o'clock in the morning because I'm training for an ultra and I want to run 17 miles. Mm-hmm. There's somebody who could go with you. That's right. Yeah. So don't go out alone. Be safe. Be alert. Keep your head on a swivel. Don't have your headphones turned up too much, too. And make sure you follow traffic flow. Don't have any headphones on when you're running except for aftershocks or shocks, which is a brand we sell where you can hear their their bone conduction headphones. So they work great. And be lit up. It's dark in the mornings. You still need to be lit up. We have all kinds of inexpensive ways, little flashy lights, everything that can help you be seen. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, But before you head on a run, I want to make sure I get to this question that came in. um, And I don't see a name to it, but it said to ask you, uh, what is the best thing to eat before you go out for a run or a walk to prevent cramps or stomach pains or, you know, anything like that? Do you recommend eating or do you recommend just having something to drink? I'm not really an energy drink person. Perfect. Yeah. This is our segue into food, so not donuts. Um, you know, everybody is so different, and and the best way to figure out what works for you is to try it. And I know that sounds like a cop-out, and I'm not really answering your questions, but I, I will answer it. So, but again, my answer is not necessarily, it doesn't apply to you if you try this and it works great. So, there's, if, if you're running in the morning and you've eaten the day before, there isn't really any physiological evidence that shows that you need to eat. Right. I mean, your body has enough energy even to go out and run for two hours. I'm not going to use distance because everybody's different and it takes somebody longer to run two hours than someone else, right? But but typically, most of us are going to run in the morning somewhere between 15 minutes and two hours, most weekday mornings. And physiologically, you don't need anything in your gut to provide you energy to run. There's enough stuff in there from the night before, even if you've used the restroom or whatever. Right. So do, should you drink something? Absolutely. 
Should you drink a sugary energy drink? I would say probably not because sugar could spike your insulin and disrupt your run a little bit too. Water, electrolytes, like a a non-sugary electrolyte drink like Noon, N-U-U-N, which we sell a lot of at Running Wild, of course. There are electrolyte capsules you can take as well. That's just sodium, potassium, magnesium, manganese, and chloride. And again, just to help replenish those electrolytes so some water if you if you like to drink a cup of coffee or tea before you go run that's okay as well Um, and that would be it now if you feel like you need something in your stomach i've i've heard people eat a piece of toast or half a banana or something so just try it and see how you feel typically while you're running um, you don't really need to eat much at all unless you're running for an hour and a half and you're going to continue longer then maybe there's all kinds of options of energy gels and bars and things like that and 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 if you need that kind of advice you you can swing by one of our stores Pensacola or Fairhope and we'd be happy to share our thoughts based on your specific goals and requirements. Yeah, you don't have to go the journey alone. Somebody said, um, can Paul kind of squash the myth that you need to eat a ton of carbs the night before yeah, you don't. a long run? No, you don't. It is a myth, right? Somebody so said, Maybe that's it, a friend of yours. That it's that. <laughs> uh, probably not. I don't know. I don't have that many friends, oh, but um, <laughs> just kidding. I do have a lot. Because you ever see the, uh, the episode of The Office where he eats like the Alfredo the the fettuccine Alfredo before anyways I've been referencing it too much is that a show the oh office? stop it so uh <laughs> but no you really don't have to eat a ton of carbs the night before yeah so it so the whole carb loading thing it's a long long story I'm not going to get into it because Jenna's rolling her eyes at me and <laughs> backed up and is now snorting into the microphone and I'm not sure what else is going on she's got this big cup of something too But anyway, so carb loading is from way back in the 70s, even into the 80s. And what what these elite runners would do is they would starve themselves for the days leading up to it. And I'm and if 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 you're from back then and or you're a physiologist, you know, I'm going to butcher the explanation. But basically, that's what they would do. They would starve themselves. So they had completely depleted all of their glycogen and then they would blood sugar and then they would load up on carbohydrates the night before race thinking that this would increase their glycogen stores so they could run further on blood sugar it doesn't really work um it that sort of worked for some people but it, it doesn't work for us normal people so no you don't have to eat a ton of carbs the night before a big race you need to eat the similar foods that you've eaten in the past and not go crazy don't eat a big steak the night before you're training for a half marathon or marathon right because that's not what you eat that the next night so no it is a myth um urban legend in fact i would go that far so don't do it eat what you normally eat it is dated yes yes but and healthy and balanced is what's best um somebody texted in do you sell any safety Gear? Yes. At Running Wild. Okay. And so that covers a lot of different things. We have different lighted products that we sell, and we also have some handheld sirens that are specifically designed for alerting people. We, we have had pepper spray in the past. I'm not sure if we've got any in stock right now, but it is something we sell. But we're very cautious about that because you have to practice with it and it and it becomes a liability in some situations the noisemaker is really the best 
yeah um, I'll carry bear spray. No, I'm just kidding. I don't carry bear spray. I do have it. Just in it's case. a lot of bears around, so you never know. If you run in Gulf Breeze, you That's never know. That's what I'm know. saying, right? They're um, everywhere. But yeah, it's best just head on down. If you're in Pensacola, head on down to Cervantes. Take a look at what they've got. Ask your questions, whether it's about eating before a race or a run or getting started, getting fit, head on down Cervantes. Or if you live closer to the West Side, you want to head over to beautiful Fairhope. I didn't even say it like that. Thank I did. You. I did. Fairhope location as well. WeRunWild.com. Thanks so much to Paul. Thanks, Jenna. And stay tuned. We've got more coming up here on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Terrence A. Gross. But first, let's see what's coming up in the news. Why hasn't the Sheriff's Department arrested this guy? We'll talk about that story more after Fox News.